Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. And breaking news here about the Green Lantern Corps movie. Uh, Very exciting. Deadline just announced, just reported, that Warner Brothers is moving forward with the Green Lantern Corps movie. And it's going to be written by David Goyer and Justin Rhodes. And the story is going to be, uh, the story has already been conceived apparently by Goyer and Johns. What is your initial reaction to this news, Zach? I don't think I can. Yeah, I, that, that is so exciting. Like <laughs> getting speak. actually, I know, getting like actual confirmation that we, I knew, like we knew we we're going to get a Green Lantern Corps movie, whatever. But again, like knowing that that's actually real and they have a plan for it and they have people writing it and Goyer and Johns ha- came up with the story. That's pretty exciting. Um, what do you think about it, Tom? <laughs> I, I, uh, the fact that we can't speak shows our excitement level. Um, but yeah, the, the fact that the story was involves Johns and Goyer, I think that's very exciting. Um, they've worked together in the past actually quite a bit. And obviously everyone loves John, uh, Jeff Johns run on the green lanterns. He, was involved with the 2011 Green Lantern film, but it, from all accounts, he sounds like he was a glorified fact checker on the set of that film. Yeah. Uh, didn't really have any creative input. They basically, you know, hey, what's Kilowog? Would Kilowog say this? And then, you know, Johns <laughs> would say yes or no. He didn't, you know, he wasn't involved with the creation of that. Um, and I know some people are are mixed on David Goyer, uh, I think he's done a lot of good work from the Dark Knight trilogy to Man of Steel. Um, and he's not going to be doing this alone, you know, with Jeff Johns involved and Justin Rhodes, who not uh, not a big name. But so this film scheduled for, is it June of 2020? Yeah. Yeah, it's June of 2020, I believe. So we're still three and a half years out. Um, but from everything in this article it sounds like it might be closer to existing than we think um it says that, you know we know this the story apparently is already done by goyer and john so they need to work on a script um and it says they're moving aggressively this is a direct quote they're moving aggressively on a new screen version of green lantern uh goyer is also going to be producing and then jeff johns and, and john Berger are also going to be involved as executive producers and i think the thing that most people are excited about what uh everyone has wanted is exactly how this is described. The new version is described as lethal weapon in space. <laughs> and that's what people have been clamoring about for years that they want in a Green Lantern Corps movie. So it sounds like that's what they plan to deliver. And it's going to focus on Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. Yeah. And so Green Lantern Corps has very much the potential to be DC's. A lot of people say this, and I think it is an accurate description, but to be DC's guardians of the galaxy. And so like, a kind of crazy, fun, space, insane movie. Um, And that's what I want to see. And Lethal Weapon in Space pretty much sums up what I'm hoping for in this movie. So if they deliver on that promise, I'll be happy. Yeah. um, Green Lantern, the mythology is massive, especially with the way Jeff Johns established it and expanded it. Um, You know, beyond just Hal and, and Jon Stewart, there's several other human lanterns that maybe could be involved. There's massive things with everything on Oa, um, and there, you know, all the different color lanterns with Sinestro, with the Red Lanterns, with 
all of that, there's such massive potential to, you know, almost a separate entire massive universe within Green Lantern. Um, I know a lot of people were disappointed that the 2011 film didn't spend that much time in space. Yeah. Um, that's a film that I liked. It definitely has flaws, but I think making it a pure space epic epic is something that can be done now in for a film that's coming out this day and age as opposed to one that was um done back in 2011 yeah just in terms of the way technology has advanced um yeah anything else to add to this right now zach i know we're both this is just our initial reactions um what do you think about it yeah so do you I know we haven't even really thought about it at all, but do you have any like off the top of the head person that you would want to see play either one of these lanterns? Boy, um, I don't know. Uh, there, it depends. It's, it says it's going to be, uh, it's based on a comic book origin story. I don't know if that's something official from deadline, but that's, that's how they word it. It depends if they go with more of a veteran Hal Jordan, you know, I think I actually think Matt Damon could be a great Hal Jordan. Um, if he, yep. an older Hal Jordan, I think maybe someone like John Krasinski. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting character and, and John Stewart, um, man, I, I trying to think of names off the top of my head, you know, it depends if they go with, it sounds like they might go with something where Hal is the experienced one. And then, um, John is sort of a newer lantern. So a younger actor, mm-hmm. um, so it's it's really tough to pick. I think what's exciting is what kind of director they bring in. I think the director is very important because it's going to be dealing with a lot of special effects and someone who's skilled in that um, to bring it together. Is there any names that would pop pop off the top of your head uh, for director? Yeah, uh, we've we've both talked about J.J. Abrams before. Um, he would be if they could somehow get him to come into a DC movie, that would be great. And this, I think, would be a great one for him to do. He has directed quite a few films that have been successful that have the word star in them. And um, so if anybody is capable of doing cool space effects, J.J. Abrams is definitely up there um, and envisioning them and directing them correctly. Uh, and then and then I've talked about Brad Bird a couple of times, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, he di- he directed Incredibles and then also Tomorrowland, which a lot of people haven't seen, but um, had some really unique and cool visual effects. And so I think he would he would do a pretty cool superhero movie um, that would be fun, but would also have very cool visual effects. Yeah, that's a pretty interesting idea. Um, I hadn't thought of that. Or those weren't on the. I think those are both names that we think of because they've done similar projects in the past you know, mm-hmm. so they've sort of proven we know they could do them well. And I wouldn't be disappointed with either of them. Um, I wonder if, if J.J. Abrams wouldn't want to do this because it's so similar. There's some right. overlap with some of his past projects. I wonder if that would discourage him, but I don't know. I actually think this could sort of make sense as Christopher Nolan's return to DC. Um, really? I don't think it'll happen. Yeah, but it's it's sort of the Green Lantern Court is a fun but it's also, you know, it's a lot of serious stuff involved there. It's not just a pure comedy, although there's some when, you you know, you got Hal involved in his relationship with John. There's going to be some fun in there. But and he's worked in the space in the space in the past. I don't think I don't think he'll be returning, but it wouldn't shock me. And um, 
I don't know, you know, we'd have to, maybe we need to do a, another podcast on this and sort of come together with our ideas. But yeah, it's, it's exciting news. And it makes me wonder if we'll see it earlier than that 2020 date. Yeah. If, if it's moving ahead as fast as, um, as it sounds like. Yeah. And so, um, there's been talk of like the cameo in justice league for a green lantern or green lantern core. I would assume that would mean that we would maybe get, if that really does happen, then we would get casting information about one or the both of them or multiple green lantern core members. If we're going to see them in justice league, or do you think they could keep that under wraps until we actually see it in the film? Maybe. I mean, if it's, yeah, I guess it, it depends when they plan on releasing this. Theoretically, we could have like Hal Jordan's origin very incredibly briefly in Justice League. And then mm-hmm. Justice League comes out in 2017. He works with the core for two years. And then 2019 introduces Jon Stewart if in a 2019 film, Green Lantern. Um, but, you know, we're just guessing at this point. Um, I'm curious to see how it all fits in. I know everybody wants a new slate and schedule from the DC films. I think there's too many moving parts, but I think by maybe Comic-Con we'll have more concrete information on when some of these release dates are, but it's moving forward. Um, it's exciting, you know, so. Yeah, this is, I did not wake up this morning thinking I was going to get this news, but I'm pretty happy that we did. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, so yeah, that's, um, that's all we've got on this. We'll get back into our, the rest of our episode, which has already been recorded. So there we go. Welcome to a Thursday, January 12th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Today it's going to be all DC movies as we've got stuff to talk about on Wonder Woman, Shazam, Aquaman, and The Batman. Uh, So first up is Wonder Woman. And Chris Pine was interviewed by a French website. Uh, Les Toilis Erakis. I don't think that's how it's pronounced. Um, Not trying to be offensive, but... Uh, so he was basically gave some information away about the film and this could be considered spoilery if you don't want to know absolutely anything about the film, although it's mostly things we kind of already predicted. Um, it does have new images of Gal Gadot and Connie Nielsen on Themyscira. Um, and Pine confirms that, you know, he's, it looks like he's opening up spying on the Germans and then he gets shot down. That's how he lands in Themyscira. And apparently he confirms Ares to be the main villain and that there is a the the deadly gas that we kind of saw he might be after that um one other interesting thing from there is that zeus created the amazons that was sort of mentioned and he's the father of Ares. so what did you think of all this zach yeah so there wasn't anything in there that was like a huge surprise there wasn't like uh something about it that i was like oh my gosh i can't believe that this is happening in the movie and that this is how i found out about it it's all stuff that we had basically already predicted um so this is just more more of official confirmation of the kind of stuff that we expected to see. Um, so we've, we've both guessed that Ares is the big bad and that makes the most sense for Wonder Woman. And the original storyline is he gets shot down. Um, I think he, Steve Trevor gets shot down cause he's chasing some Germans or he's like, he's, he takes a, an audit, like a robotic plane or something. I don't remember, but yeah. Oh, something you're to do with the, the comic book. The yeah. first <laughs> appearance in comics, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was something like that. We we only did that a couple months ago, but I don't remember now. Um, but yeah, this nothing here seems shocking. I guess we'll assume Danny Houston's playing Ares, although some think he could be somebody else, like the Duke of Deception. Um, 
Yeah, uh, I guess that makes me wonder if David Thewlis is going to be playing one of these characters, either Ares or Zeus. Um, I could see that. If you don't know him, he's Professor Lupin from the Harry Potter movies, and he's in the film, but I don't even think we've even seen him in a trailer yet, so we don't really know who he's playing. So he could be someone big just because he's a an experienced actor, but yeah, I mean, we don't have much information to go on here, but it's it's all good stuff to me. Yeah. Our next piece of news is that uh, The Rock on Instagram um, and producer Hiram Garcia on Twitter both kind of teased at some big Shazam news. And so the if you haven't seen the picture, we'll have a link in the, the show notes, but it's The Rock like standing outside a corporate office or something with the big DC logo. And he basically talks about how uh, basically like hints at uh, tonal shift and that DC Comics is going to have hope and optimism and most of all fun, and that it's something he's very excited to be a part of as Black Adam. Uh, so what did you think about this time? Yeah, I hope this is a sign that we're going to be starting to hear Shazam news pretty soon. We don't know who's still scheduled for that April 2019th date, but we don't, 2019 date, we don't know director or screenwriter. They've apparently been getting scripts in for years, but we don't know if any of those are any good, or they might have a final one, they might have a director, and we don't know it yet. Um, but I guess it's good to find out that The Rock is, you know, still as excited as ever and committed to the DC universe. Uh, what do you think about them continuing? To, they they both mention in their in their stuff tonal shifts, so they're very excited about the tonal shifts. What do you think of that? Yeah, I mean, we've heard this from a lot of different people who are involved in the DC universe now. Um, so. It's definitely something that they're trying to sell and make very obvious that they've, you know, they've listened to the feedback of uh, some of their critics. And um, like we both talked before, it's we something I really like about the DC movies is that there are different tones. So it's not the exact same tone for every single movie. So we've gotten some pretty somber, dark films. And so now we're getting a shift into some lighter and happier films. And it's both of those are are valid things to see and good things to see in their own light. So I'm, I'm glad that they are, you know, still have some uh, creativity and variety in the tones of their films. Yeah. I guess I was just surprised how they, they both mentioned it because you wouldn't Shazam always was intended as a lighter film. So I don't, yeah. I'm surprised that they're so excited about that. Cause they would, they, they went out of their way to mention it. It almost makes me think it's like a PR push just to sort of say, Hey, our movies are going to be more fun from now on. And, and I think they're moving that way and they're always intended to move that way, but I think it's more PR now to sort of yeah. uh, point it out. I know some people were kind of worried that, you know, there's going to be so much of focus on fun and they're worried, you know, DC will lose some of the more serious topics that they try to tackle in their films. I'm not terribly worried about that. I think fun doesn't necessarily mean comedy mm -hmm. or funny. I know I think the dark Knight is a really fun film, but it's also very serious. So right. it doesn't, you know, and some of the best DC comics can be fun without being comedy. So I'm not worried about that at all. Yeah. And Jason Momoa is out there right now promoting Frontier. It's a six-issue historical drama. It looks kind of interesting. He's like on the fur trade and beating people up and stuff. Uh, but it's a six-issue, six-episode show that's going to premiere on Netflix this month. But he, while promoting that, he was interviewed by The Hollywood Reporter and said that Aquaman's going to start production in four or five months, which mm -hmm. isn't surprising. You know, it's something right in line with what we're expecting. 
Uh, just he's got a couple of videos out there, and they're just a lot of fun if you want to get to know Jason Momoa a little bit better. He's asked uh, who his favorite member of the Justice League is, and he says Ezra Miller because he's like his yeah. little brother. And then he's asked about his first reaction to seeing Ben Affleck and and Gal Gadot, which are both pretty funny. So just a couple of cool videos that are worth checking out. Yeah, and I think one of the things that was really funny they like asked him of the three characters that he's playing. So like he was promoting Frontier, so whatever his character's name is in there. And then I don't remember his name. Yeah, the guy from Game of Thrones or Aquaman, like who would win in a fight? And he's like, none of them. Probably they just like hang out and have a beer or something. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like, well, probably Aquaman, but the, I think they just seem like cool guys. They go have a beer, beat everyone <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, and him and Ezra Miller are just a lot of fun in interviews. So that's going to be fun to see as we lead up to Justice League press tour and everything. Seeing them yeah. talking is just <laughs> worth watching. Yep. Uh, and then our last uh, piece of news is the other member of the Justice League, Batman, who Ben Affleck will be playing, um, is talking about his Batman movie and what he needs to do it. And this is an interview with USA Today, and he says he needs an easier to maneuver bat suit for directing. <laughs> and so he said, chief among the challenges of doing Batman will be finding a suit that's more comfortable. Uh, and he said, like, you know, when you're not the director, it's okay. You can take a break and like leave because the suit is heavy and it encumbers you a lot. But you know, like you're if you're the director, and... right? You have to be there, and so it's going to be really annoying if the suit is hard to maneuver in and you're just exhausted from wearing it all day and you still have to direct. Yeah, it's kind of. I thought this was kind of a funny thing. It's the practicalness of it. Maybe this is why it's apparently delayed. Uh, he's got to design a new <laughs> suit. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny. He, he also talks a little bit about how he you know, wants to get the script right, but we're, we're not going to waste any more time on talking about that until something official comes out. Yeah. I think they should go back to like the Adam West suit. I mean, that looked pretty comfortable. I think yeah. you can move around pretty easily in that. Yeah. You get some of that like dry fit technology now yeah. they've got on clothes. That would be pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, that would, I bet that would look great. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, the other thing, Mark Hughes of Forbes did confirm that there appears to be a slight delay in the production of that. You know, what we talked about the other day, uh, he said there's no reason for alarm, really, but there's, yeah, most likely it was set to, to film starting in April, but it looks like it'll probably be closer to June, but he left the door open that they could start in April if everything gets sped along. Basically, he talks about how Ben Affleck just kind of needs a break. He's had a, a really busy year, and in that USA Today article, he talks about how it's he knows the Batman will be the most stressful movie he's ever done uh yeah. the biggest movie he's he talks about how you you cast the 14th lead in a, a comic book movie and the internet goes crazy <laughs> and right you know that's something he's never really had to deal with before as a director so um yeah again it's likely delayed the start of production we don't know why or when could be if army hammer actually is in the film he tore his peck put that on twitter yeah. maybe that's it <laughs> maybe yeah so just more speculation uh so that's all we've got for today thanks for listening and we'll be back again tomorrow thanks for listening and make sure to check out dc daily drop on twitter facebook and dc drop by tomorrow for more dc news